20 questions or 20 minutes, whichever comes first, as long as it's you. This is You Go First. I'm your host, Blair Payton. We have 20 questions, normally in a pause. My guests will draw the first question and we'll go back and forth covering as much ground in 20 minutes. The timer begins after the first question is Today, my guest is a wonderful human being. She's an actress, she's a host, she's an improviser. You may have seen her performing with Story Pyre, uh, Pyre, 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 Pyre. Pyre. That word is so difficult. She's also very helpful in um, teaching me how to speak good. Please make welcome, Mm -hmm. Ariana Ennis. Thank you, thank you. (laughs) I like to say it very, Ariana. Like I'm drink, they, drinking hot tea in my hot bedroom. I had a professor that was like that. He oh he oh he would say, uh, Ariana, and I was like, this okay. You're from Delaware. How many times do people fuck up the pronunciation of your name? Adriana, Anna Maria, Ariola. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was in high school. So, you're so funny, Ariola. Or like when I was little, uh, teachers. I was like, I mean, like third grade people. The teachers would be like, "Your name is so pretty." Did is your mom name you after the Little Mermaid? In my head, this is like as like a eight year old be like, "Bitch, her name's Ariel." First off, and I was born after that movie came out. So mm-hmm. do you think she just went back and like, she was like, "Oh, I like that." Forget it, and just like scratched out my birth certificate, like. I mean, some of those I guess I could see, but like, I get of- like Adriana. That's a that's a common. That's a common one. But a lot of them are just completely different names. Literally. Anna Maria. Anna Maria. I'm not going to lie. I don't hate that. (laughs) Okay. Well, then I'm going to call you Anna Maria. I got Claire, (laughs) which is like, that's a whole different letter. Right. Blaine, Brian, Blake, a lot of B names. I remember one time when, uh, when was it? Elementary school. I got in trouble. And whenever you got in trouble, you had to sit at the quiet table during lunch mm. and correspond with your friends. And you had to sit in the middle of the cafeteria so everyone could see you. And when they uh, called my name, is there a Claire Payton? <laughs> and I, so I should have just not answered because, you know, that's not my name. I was say, I, did you get up? I did. You, oh, I'm such a good person. Are you, I don't know if that's the word. Well, what word would it be? I, I guess, like, I'm trying to find the right word for, like, not clever. What are you, are you drinking alcohol right now? How dare you? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what are we drinking? Vodka. Uh, only the top brand. Uh, this little brand called Barton's. I don't know if you've heard of it. No, I don't. Please expand. It's really expensive. Um, it comes in... Um, Sometimes a plastic bottle, sometimes a glass bottle, and I bought a liter for ten ninety nine. Oh my god! Look at you just throwing your highfalutin lifestyle in my face. I just I don't want to brag, but it's like I have some money. As an actress in the quarantine, how is that? Yes. So what's been good is that, ironically, I I'm still taking um, acting classes, so I've been taking them via Zoom. And I'm still meeting with casting directors, doing workshops with them. Even though nothing is like is obviously like shooting right now, but it's still to get in their face because I think that once things do open back up, mm-hmm. they're gonna want to hit the ground running, whether it's Zoom, which I think most of auditions are gonna be via Zoom. Yeah. But you want them to remember you. Mm-hmm. Uh, then I don't th- I think this is a time if you are an unknown actor, 
to get in these people's faces because they're bored. So like they're, they're doing all these classes. So yeah. it's giving them uh, access to actors. And I love the white guilt happening on Instagram mm-hmm. from a lot of these casting um, directors, like tag us in any work you've done, tag mm-hmm. your headshots, um, da, 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 da. And, and it's and it's great, but it's also like, I'm not a hashtag, you know, me like, as, an, as an actor and like, we haven't been, it's not like we've been hiding. We haven't been like in a cave. Like we've been here. You've just chosen not to see us. And I also don't uh, want this to be something that then goes away once this reopens and you for, forget about this. Other uh, well-known casting offices that are, that are casting offices of color, they're not doing that. So it's like, what does that say about your office? Yeah, so I'm still participating in it. But it's just, I had this thought that was like, why do I have to do your work? Like, we're here. Well, how is it when you actually meet with those uh, specific, like, teachers or casting directors? Are they like, oh, my goodness. Are they just, like, overdoing it? No, actually, they're very transparent. They actually give really good, um, really great feedback. Because I might, um, someone tell me this, uh, or say this to me, and I hadn't thought of it. They're, they're called casting directors. So they have an eye for giving you adjustments and feedback and the type of shows that they're working on. They know the tone of it. So they're able to give you that feedback because they know what, if they want, if they like you and want to pitch you, they want to see that you're able to come to make a choice. Even if it's not the right choice, you're able to make a choice and then see if you can make that adjustment. I think we've talked about this before picking material that speaks to what they're doing. So like when I meet Alexis Atkinson who casts, you know, for FBI, probably not going to bring in a scene from, you know, uh, two broke girls. So they can get thought about just like being like a coach for someone like acting. Cause you seem to know a lot. I do. Um, it's a nice way to get some cashish on the side. I know I have thought about it because I'd see a lot of these people in classes or or people who just ask me things, and I'm like, yeah, no, that's not what you want. That's not mm-hmm. what they're what they're looking for, and it's just because uh, it only sets you back. Have you ever had a really terrible? Yes. Oh, audition. I haven't had a terrible audition. I had um, a terrible. Or just like when uh, you were when it was happening, you're like, oh my god, I'm terrible at this. I've had several of those. <laughs> No, I've had like a terrible audition. That's what I can think of off the top of my head. Do you cool. know the TV show Turn? Do you remember that? It was on AMC. It was like a turn of the century type show. I never watched it, but like when I was living in Virginia, I had kind of an agent. I think she just had like a blanket of people and like yeah. she'd be like, oh, you can try this, whatever. So I went and auditioned and I had to be British. Oh my God. You know how well I am with- You are- I am impeccable. And the line I had to say is, nice night for a sale, Woodhall. So I went in and I was like really nervous <laughs> because everyone in the audition room was like really good. I could hear them like practicing their lines and they were all like yeah. really like very like attractive. And I'm like, I don't belong here. And so I went in and the girl <laughs> was like, she was like, all right, um, do you want to do it in English, like just your natural dialect or with an accent? And I was like, well, let me do it. Let me get the English accent out of the way. So I did it. And she was like, 
Okay. Um, all right. Well, just do it in your regular speaking voice. And then I did it. And she was like, I like your glasses. <laughs> like, okay. See, I, yeah. As soon it's as like, I left, I knew I did not get that. It's like when you go on a date and they're like, oh, you have such a great personality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, thank you. I'll just go kill myself now. Well, what was the line again? What was the line she had you say? I'll, I'll do it for you in my accent right now. Noise, okay. noise, let's say a wood hole. I brought a very Mary Poppins-esque. Like, I wanted to bring fun to, like, an otherwise kind of dramatic scene. <laughs> I actually went back and watched it. was in the first episode. I think it's on Netflix. And I watched it. And you couldn't even see the guy say it. And it was oh. in the middle of, like, the water. So, technically, I could have gotten that role, and they could have overdubbed it. But then they could have just paid that actor, not you. No, you're right. They, they robbed you. They robbed you. Plus, it would have been in the water and I would have drowned. <laughs> I can't swim. I can't eat. Do, you, do people try to train you or like, hey, let me teach you. Yes, me. everybody always oh, first thing they say. I can't, don't worry. I'll help you. No, you can't. Do you ever give in? No. That's why. One time I did at my friend's wedding in Jamaica, we were drunk, and then uh, we got into the pool, which is obviously what you should do. That's, that's not a good idea. I'm already nervous. Yeah. But I wouldn't go. I, think, I won't go because I'm, I'm only, um, without the afro, I'm, I'm five foot two and three quarters. So I had my hair wrapped up like this because, you know, I don't get my hair wet. And, and they're like, there's like six of them, of, of just my, my friends, um, trying to teach me how to swim. And I'm just like, they're like, and they're all, but they're all like shouting at me different things. One person's like, you have to kick with your legs like like this. And the other person's like, no, you have to kick like a frog. And I'm like, I'm not moving. I, I was, had made no movement. I'm convinced the body does not float, and that's a myth. It's a, I, and so my friend's brother, who I love, was standing like, was, was in the water, was about two or three feet away from me. And he goes, Ari, this is a gin and tonic. If you want, you have to swim to it. And I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I would have been, I would have just gotten out of the pool, went straight to the bar and be like, got my own, fuck you. Exactly. You'll try and trick me? All right, you ready to do 20 questions in 20 minutes? Yes. I'm going to have you pick a number. Okay. Uh, I will read the corresponding question, then I will start the timer, and we will begin. So, Ari, you go first. Okay. Uh, Four. Oh, this is an easy one to ease into it. What is the most recent show you've binge-watched? Timer begins now. What We Do in the Shadows. Okay, someone else told me about that. It's about these three vampires who end up living in Staten Island, in present-day Staten Island, but they're dressed still in, like, like one, uh, Kayvon Novak, who is fine as fuck, um, who in real life is, like, British, and uh, his parents are Iranian. So, like, he has this, like, um, this, like, uh... Ottoman Empire sort of just like beautiful like fabric. Matt Berry, who I love. Uh, and then the other uh, vamp- lead vampire, uh, this woman, I can't remember her name. I think her name is like Natasha. She's or the character's name. Anyway, the three of them are hysterical. It's shot in Toronto. And they have this assistant who's a, a familiar. And what a familiar is, is this, this poor guy, uh, Guillermo. Mm-hmm. Who, and he's and he has been a Kavon's character, uh, Nandor. He's been Nandor's assistant for ten years because he was promised to be made to a vampire. Really, these have to do with bitch work. 
around the house and like he's never been like he's we're, we're waiting to see it's so, only like, that season two just uh season finale and or aired on thursday so i probably will watch it after this what is this on is this on hulu netflix it's on, yeah, it's on hulu you can also watch it on netflix Okay, yeah, because you're the second person who told me about this show, and I'm like, it is so funny. Like, it, like it's not like you can first of all you can tell that like a lot of this stuff is improved. Like, there's this one. Okay, so this is this is one scene where Kevin, uh, whose, whose character's name is Nandor, he realizes that he, he doesn't realize that his country where he came from mm. um, doesn't exist anymore because he left and like. He was run out in uh, in like the 1300s. He was this uh, uh, Nendor, the the destroyer or something like that. Like he would run in villages and stuff like that. So yeah. he was run out for like murdering people. And and so the area will basically be like an Ottoman Empire, basically date, uh, like Iran. Mm-hmm. So he's like, I have no home. I have no country. And so his his assistant Guillermo said, Well, you can apply to be a citizen here in, in the U.S. And he said, yes, yes, that's what I'll do. I will be an American. And so yeah, there's a scene where he's helping him like with like the, the tests and yeah. like the questions and stuff. And he's like, okay, first question, um, where are you from? And he's like, blah, 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 Iran. And then the guy just kind of says, yeah, I'm going to leave out Iran. Like just these quick little like yeah. ad-libs. So I love old TV shows. So there is a streaming app that I discovered that's on my Roku called Tubi. And it has like a lot yeah. of like, shit on there. And so it's this TV show I used to watch growing up. It's basically Golden Girls, but they're waitresses. And it's called It's a Living. I remember that show, It's a Living. Do you really? I love yes. that show. I, I, think, I don't know if this is true or not, if this is just myth, but I heard the, the blonde is the voice of Francine on American Dad. That could, I could, that could be wrong, but someone told me that. Oh, it's not the blonde. It's, uh, it's the girl Vicky from the first season. Okay, yeah. He's one of the voices. Yeah. Oh my God, should we have a binge party? They only put the first three seasons on there. They haven't put uh, seasons four through six where Cheryl Lee Ralph was on it. So Cheryl Lee Ralph. But I discovered that and I got really excited and I was watching it. My roommate was like, what the fuck are you watching? And I was like, it's classic. Uh, I loved Matlock. Murder uh, like She Wrote. Oh, you and my friend Roxy should talk. Listen, you can't tell me nothing about this. Jessica Fletcher was a bad bitch, okay? Make another number. We got 14 minutes. Oh, okay. Um, 12. Okay, question 12. Uh, if you were a drag queen, what would your name be? Fun Bags for Days. Okay. Did I hear a cat, by the way? Yes, she's trying to... <laughs> <laughs> she wants... She loves you. I think if I picked one, it would, um, I would be basic and be like, Barbara Miller. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, okay, how about Rhonda Funbags? All right, pick another number. Uh, 10. Okay, question 10. Oh, this is a deep question. Oh. Why is it so hard to learn from our mistakes? Because people don't like to take accountability. Ooh. No, Do you find it hard to learn from your own mistakes? Um... This is about me. I feel attacked. Um, <laughs> sometimes, yeah. Like it's not that, it, but it's different. Like it, it's, it, it, I'm different. Um, no, I guess so. I guess it's to be yes. So I think that immediately what popped to my head is like, like the guys that I'm, like I'm attracted to. Usually, oh my God. It, there was a phase where I was like, wait, you're, 
you don't have a job, you're an alcoholic, possibly a drug addict, and like you're promiscuous, and you're in a band, okay. All right, pick another number. Uh, eight. Okay, question eight. Ooh, I love this question. It's always a classic. What did you Google last? <laughs> Uncle Tom. Did you really? Yeah, because we were talking about Candace Owens, and I had uh, called her many different uh, slurs, and this white guy was like, I don't understand why, you, why you're saying these things. I was like, let me give you the definitions of all these things and how they are applicable. You use Google to serve people. I use it to look up. Last night I was watching Mommy Dearest, and I was like, ah, yeah, classic. I was like, how did this movie do in the box office? Yeah, it was a flop. They say it ruined Faye Dunaway's career because it was so over the top. Oh, and also, this is another thing I Googled. Fun fact. So Amazon Prime was, like, suggesting, like, these obscure movies to me. And one was from the 70s called Thank God It's Friday. It was a disco movie, and Donna Summer was in it. (gasps) And I was reading about, like, the movie, and it got, like, a terrible score on Rotten Tomatoes. But... This movie is what gave us Last Dance, and that won an Oscar and a Golden Globe because of this movie. You know what's so crazy? So there's a movie, I don't know if you've seen it, um, called Sex and the Single Girl with um, Natalie Wood, Tony Curtis, um, uh, Peter Fonda, Catherine Hepburn, and it's basically Sex and the City. It's about this, Natalie Wood's character is a single writer in New York who's writing about dating Tony Curtis is sort of like a big, is sort of like a big type character where he works for this like men's magazine and they want to like, they like, they don't believe that a single woman will be going out on all these dates and this and that. So he goes to like meet her um, and just to, to debunk her. And of course the typical, they end up like falling in love. The whole premise, I watched it and I was like, this is Sex in the City. Like, Was it good? Uh, it was amazing. It was so good. It's so weird, especially because it's a movie from the 60s, that it would have sex in the title. Exactly, exactly. Very progressive. Mm-hmm. All right, pick another number. Uh, seven. What is the one item you would save from your burning house? Oh, my cat. Well, you seem so not happy about it. <laughs> They're like, was that the van or my Xanax? Well, here's the thing. Let's exclude your cat because she is like a dog. She's going to follow you anyway. Right. Okay, so Xanax is your next Yeah, I'd save my Xanax. Ooh, that's a good question because Klonopin is very important to my culture. Um, <laughs> I, would probably, I would probably save my Golden Girl um, bobblehead. This is B. Arthur. I also I have, know. I don't have the other two, but I have Blanche and B. Blanche with a red outfit. All right, pick another number. Um, 19. Okay, question 19. We have seven minutes left. Okay, how useful would you be in the zombie apocalypse? Extremely useful. I will knock the motherfuckers out. I... You want me on your team. Yeah, I am not surprised. I would, yeah. (laughs) I would probably... Here's the thing. Running, I can't. Because, like, Mm -hmm. my knees are just shoddy. My feet hurt when I do it. I could probably run... How far is a mile? Okay. If you see these arms, I don't run. I could probably run two blocks and be fine. <laughs> so I was thinking more of the violence part where I would just start knocking heads off. I'm not very violent, so... And I'm, that's why you would... Like, I would be like, Blair, go! I've got it. Like, I would, like, I would die to save you. Well, here's the thing. Here's what I'm thinking. Um, 
Well, I wouldn't die. I, would I just looked up at my ceiling and I'm like, I should probably call the super. That doesn't look great. There's like a. Is this eating into my time. Sorry, I just looked, <laughs> I'm going to quit looking up. Um, no, I'm thinking, okay, maybe it's one of those things where once I bludgeon one, then I'll get a, like, a <laughs> for it, and I'm right, like... Right, exactly. You get the taste of the, like, mm, the blood, the violence, yeah. But here's the thing. My friend tried to get me to watch The Walking Dead once, and I couldn't get through it because the sound effects were grossing me out. Yeah, I, I tried to watch The Walking Dead, and, like, the lead guy's hot, and then they brought... Um, really? You think uh, he's hot? Yes. And Jeffrey okay. Dean Anderson, I think his name was, or, or whatever. Like, um, he was the one from um, Grey's Anatomy. That he's the one that has the bat. He was the bad guy. He came in like later in the season. And was okay, like, yeah, yes. But yeah, just like pow, pow, pow. Yeah, I would definitely, um, yeah, wait. I would be in trouble. I would be. I would be in danger, girl. Okay, pick another <laughs> one. Okay, um, did I, did I pick uh, uh, seventeen yet? 17, uh, you have not. If you could implant one false memory in the minds of everyone in the country, what would that memory be? Oh, that's 45 one. Do you remember? Yes. Like the date? It's kind of like- I, the I remember exactly where I was, where I was sitting, the bar I was sitting at, the numbers, I still didn't believe it. I was like, no, numbers still haven't come in yet. You don't, you don't understand. The numbers haven't come in yet. So you don't know what you're talking about. So I'm telling you, I went to work the next day and it was literally like a funeral. I was going to say that. Like people were just like. It was like the mood from like the day before to the day after was incredible. Because no one thought it was possible. Yeah. And it was like, but after I kept hearing like, from from coworkers, friends of mine, like I had a feeling it was gonna happen, like it wasn't delusional, like she's gonna sweep it. But yeah. I just think thinking the reality of it was like we just voted a reality TV star. I remember <laughs> thinking leading up to it, I'm like, oh, this is funny because it's like it's almost like like I'm like the, the what do you call it the primaries and everything. Like I was like yeah, yeah, yeah. because it was like there's no way this is gonna happen, you know? Right. And then right. once it became a reality, it was like a whole different vibe. But I think that's our that's our fault because of under like we can you can never underestimate. I think because I was like that, I was like, oh, he's just doing it for publicity because he been if you look at his history, because I'm a big nerd, I like to speak I always speak to things that I that I know of. It's like he was he I think that's was, a big nerd. I think that's just smart. Yeah, like he used to be registered as a Democrat and mm-hmm. he was a Republican. Yeah. And then he was an independent. Then yeah. he went back to being a Democrat. And then it wasn't until 2012 when Seth Meyers called him out mm-hmm. that he registered as a Repub- back to a Republican. And I don't even think there's anything wrong with switching parties because as we know, parties change and this and that. Like people still yearn and talk about the Reagan era. Mm-hmm. Even if he didn't agree with his policies, it was more about like how he was like, how he carried himself, you know? Mm-hmm. Where it's like, I remember, like, like you know, Clinton, like, my family loved Bill Clinton. A lot, black people loved Bill Clinton because it was, like, he, there was something, like, connectable about him. I was like, I still remember, like, him on our studio hall, like, playing the saxophone. Like, it was just, yeah. like, he, you know, and, and even if you don't agree with their policies, and that's not good, just the, their policies, like, how they are as the actual human beings, mm-hmm. sometimes can be real freaking real. that people are... are, are yearning for the days of the second of George W. Bush um, Jr. And even with all this shit that he did, it, it's because like, 
he wasn't a bad person. He just, he just was a bad leader. It's like he shouldn't be in politics, but he wasn't a bad human being. Well, no, and that picture, like, of him that was taken recently in the church. Do you see that? Where he's, like, looking... The outside at- the church? Well, yeah, but inside the church, him and Melania, it looks so creepy. And someone photoshopped in the twins from The Shining. <laughs> you see that? Yeah, the, the disrespect on the internet is real, and I'm mm-hmm. here for it. All right, we have one minute left. Let's pick one okay, more. Okay, then uh, question number one. All right, let's go to question one. Okay, this is a simple question. Where are some unusual places you have visited? Ooh, uh, Bordeaux. Uh, it's in south of part of France. Okay, thank you. I was Not, thinking Italy, and I was like, That's Yeah, no, south of part of France. Okay. Um, and unusual, unusual. Um, Oh, I stayed at a friend's house that lives um, uh, in a small part outside of, of Dublin, like a small, like a little town, and yeah. it was beautiful and it was and it was great. But like, it, like so I visit, I had been in Dublin, I had been in all like the tourist spots. But my friends, um, I went back. I told my friend, and his dad picked me up at the airport, and they were like, "Just stay at our house while you're here." So I went and I went to a baby shower. Yeah. I went to his sister's husband's brother's 30th birthday party like it was just it was amazing we got through 20 questions well we didn't get through all of them i will i do want to tell you this the weirdest place i've been to is when i went cross country we stopped i think it was in kansas um and it was a convenience mart that showed those creepy antique dolls Mm. handguns and then like cigarettes and like snacks it was like I'll just get it all here. I was like, this is weird. We took a lot of pictures. I got to see if I can find them. Thank you so much for coming first. Thank you for having me. Um, Now, do you want people to follow you on social media? Yes. So if you want to follow me on social media, my Facebook name is Ariana with two N's. Do not do that Ariana Grande bullshit. Mm -hmm. It's two N's. Okay. Uh, N-S-E double N like how the Brits say, okay. I-S. And then my um, Instagram handle is catfish underscore Rita 28. Anything I've said and pertains to acting uh-huh. and auditions resonates with anyone, please feel free to reach out to me mm-hmm. and I'm happy to speak with them. And then, you know, if, we, if you know, first consultation complimentary because we can just figure out where you're at because I want people to win because I see so many good actors make such sophomore mistakes that they that, that's within their control yeah you know what I mean you can't control what the CD wants but you can control what you do I love that. and that's why I leave you with <laughs>